guys. Welcome to the Girls Club podcast. I'm here with Fenya. Woohoo! Yay. Do you do you go by Fenya from Kenya or how what what do you go by? <sighs> oh man, that's so complicated, <laughs> right? I yeah. go I go by Fenya, but because people have such a hard time with my name, mm-hmm. I go by Fenya from Kenya just so but that But you're like really from Canada. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I was born in Kenya and my family's Kenyan. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's not a lie. Right. Okay. <laughs> but it's not, I don't know. But then, yes, people get confused. So then it becomes like this whole thing that I have to explain. And right. like, then you're from Kenya. You're like, huh? But you don't sound like you're from Kenya. And then I'm like, yeah, but I grew up in Canada. Right. Right. You're like, like, oh, that makes sense. And it's just like, what? I love the voice you just said. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, It's that totally that girl who's like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> oh, my God, I get it now. Um, yeah. So is uh, so your, is your stage name going to be Fenya from Kenya? or <sighs> Until it's just Fenya. Like the oh, goal, you, want, you want just I, Fenya? I just, Ooh, yeah. Okay. I want to I be like a Madonna bitch. Yeah, I want to yeah. be like a Beyonce, like a Oprah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like one name that's Fenya. it Fenya Fenya with a blue check mark on everything yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly verify me bitch yeah. even though I haven't asked I know you can ask to be verified but I I, I have I do not have the self-esteem to ask to be verified really <laughs> yeah I'd be like I'm no one just <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. it kind of feels just like well what am I verifying and, right and it to feels, whom it kind of feels kind of douchey to ask you know yeah you have to be asked you can't ask them you know right yeah it does feel weird yeah it's like what's the point right just so that people can be like no that's her that's really her well my handles are the fake hannah rose i i noticed that (laughs) so is there another hannah rose well i just i i made it that because at the time, everyone was like the official mm. Fenya, the official or the real Hannah, you know, and I'm like, and I'm like, the punk rock, the fake Hannah. Rock. Yeah. <laughs> oh, OK, that's fun. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but now I didn't realize that every guy I would ever meet would be like, so is there a real Hannah Rose? And I'm like, oh. um, you and every guy has asked that. <laughs> not clever. Yeah. You're like, you're not smart. <laughs> heard that a million times yeah 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 like, oh you don't understand me right yeah uh i get it i get it and then i just did it i was like is there a real one yeah. <laughs> you're but you're, you're not trying to fuck me so i don't i don't mind yeah i mean maybe i mean perhaps, <laughs> but i mean that that wasn't the way i was gonna go about it right 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 yeah i i have more game i think i don't know you're like i hope i have I more hope. game than that i haven't flirted in so long yeah <laughs> you're married right mm-hmm. yeah how long have you been married for we've been married for three years gotcha okay yes. how long did you date before that we dated on and off for almost 10 years oh wow oh wait eight years I'm like what is the time <laughs> yeah about like over the course of okay backstory he and i went to high school together mm-hmm so we've was this in, really in Canada? Time. This was in South Carolina. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you, d- you didn't move here when you were 18. You you moved here. I moved to America when I was 11. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. To Charleston, South Carolina. And uh, I went to, so I went to middle school and high school mm-hmm. in South Carolina. And I met him in high school, my freshman year in high school. We were just friends though, like literally nothing, mm-hmm. um, like just a guy we were just friends we were 12 yeah we were 12 (laughs) we weren't fucking yet okay Uh, (laughs) 
you know, as 12-year-olds tend to do, yeah. just fuck the first person they see. You're right. You know, we, we were we were classier than that. Yeah, we were classier than that. We became friends first. Um, yeah, no, he was, uh, we were classmates friends, and then we started dating the summer well we started hanging out the summer before we went to college which is so stupid like what are you thinking right yeah you're both going to different colleges you're idiots right um, yeah see how this goes well, we're gonna visit each other well, every weekend other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah we care about each other yeah you're stupid right. um so then we did long distance for a little bit and then he joined the air force and so we okay. broke up and then that's normally I, I I feel like I hear the stereotype that once guys join like military, they they get married. So they get all the benefits. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a thing. Yeah. It, it was like a thing. Like I I visited him a couple times because he was stationed in some pretty cool places like his first. <laughs> You're like, so I went on vacation. So like, right. When he was fighting for our nation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> While he was fighting for our nation, I was like, cool, come visit for vacation. Hawaii? Okay. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> he was His first station was in Italy. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. see it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sounds so shallow now that I say it. Ah! I did care about him, though. But I went to visit. <laughs> <laughs> I went to visit him but in Italy. But also, like, maybe I could meet a cute Italian. I but don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Wherever the wind blows. We'll see. <laughs> Um, yeah, so he was stationed in Italy for five years Mm -hmm. and, um, I went, I went to visit him a few times, like a few times we were just friends and a few times we were still like dating or trying to figure it out because I didn't want to do the long distance thing. And, but like you mentioned those, I mean, everyone there was like married, boot up. It's like a thing. It's like you get, you get in the military, you, you find a bitch and you marry her. I didn't realize that you got so much more benefits if you were married. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like a robbery. Um, (laughs) like I, like looking back, I was like, "Oh, that was stupid. We should have gotten married." Yeah, like, even if it didn't work out, right? Like, we, like, we, we should have just split like, the money, <laughs> right? Like we could have just copped this cash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially now that you are married, you're like, "We could have done this." It's stupid. We could have had way more money. <laughs> yeah, like I, if like why I had principles and morals, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I would yeah, love yeah. to have less um shame like right, i right. want to be shameless that right. is my future goal so um or the things that i'm working on now is being more shameless and being like well whatever fuck it yeah yeah pay me i don't yeah. know <laughs> pay me i'll visit you in italy yeah <laughs> what the government needs to see our paperwork so that you can have more money sure fine whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. um but yeah they were i mean what really freaked me out when I was there was all the women with their like kids and um, in the carts. Like, first of all, the carts in their commissaries are massive. Like, okay. You, you've been to a Walmart, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, d- I didn't mean to assume. I d- she said, a, she looked at me in a very judgy middle America way. You've been to a Walmart. Look at, look at your, look at you. <laughs> no. Okay. That's not what I meant. I just meant like, it's America. You've been to yeah. a Walmart. Um, uh, yeah, I know. I know the culture. The Walmart culture. The Walmart culture. Yeah. Because, I mean, my dad has never been to a Walmart. So, like. My mom, she was kind of, like, um, uh, an elitist. She'd, like, we only go to Target, you know? Mm-hmm. She, she was, like, they treat their employees like trash, so we go to Target, which is, like, not any better. Right. <laughs> right. You're just, like, okay. It's all capitalism. So. Yeah. It's, it's the same tree. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so like you know how well, Walmart carts are just like massive. Yeah, or like Costco carts. Yeah. yeah, they're so big, and 
when I would visit him in Italy, they were just so many women with these massive carts with like five kids hanging off of them, like inside mm-hmm. hanging Wait, on do the they side. Ju- do they just walk around towns like that or? Well, just in the grocery oh, store, okay. but it still freaked me out. Can I you tell I've never been out of the country. I'm like, well, what do they do in Europe? <laughs> <laughs> no, they were just like, w- they were just around the grocery store, like on base, obviously. Gotcha. But it were just, it freaked me out. Like, you know, like just as like a 19 year old being like, is that my future? Like if I stay right. with this man, is it going to be like me pushing around a cart of kids, of children trying to like, you know, Speak corral Italian them. And yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And just be like, get over here. You know what I mean? Just like that whole, like, I, I don't know. I just like saw it was, it felt like a horror film in front of my eyes. I was like, ah, that's not my future. I want to do stuff. I want to travel. I want to, you know? Yeah. Um, and obviously like he never pressured me, but, for whatever reason, that's what was in my brain. I was like, oh, yeah. God, this isn't my life. Right. I don't want the, you know. Because then, like, you take the money to get married, and then you get more money if you have kids. And you get right, more right, and more yeah. and more. And then and you're more. like, well, it's really cheap to live in Ohio, so I just, I'm going to live here in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like, I felt like you compromise with one thing, and then you right. just keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> so so you 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 hung out. So I, hung I, out. I love I love that's how we <laughs> call date. We we just go. We hung out. We hung out for a while. Um, we dated. We dated. I guess it's weird. It's like long distance dating. Yeah. Especially on and off for yeah for uh, a few years. Yeah. And then in different y- countries, it was in even different harder. countries. Yeah. yeah. So of course it was just like you know what, this year we're not gonna be together. <laughs> <laughs> right. whatever that means um and then he was after that he was stationed in japan um for i think like four years or something like that and then he moved back here and that's Mm. when we got back were you in were you in south carolina then or when When he he was when he was in italy i was in miami because that's where i went to school i went Mm. to the university of miami in florida Mm mm-hmm Okay, I'm, I've never been to Florida. I no? just heard, I've heard too many scary things about it. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> what What things have you heard? I don't. I don't. I mean, you just the stereotype of like Florida man does this. Oh, so it yeah. just seems like a different. I'm like, I don't know. Like, will oh, I survive there? Man. Yeah, <laughs> that's legit. Yeah, I'm Did like, there's alligators and crocodiles. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, down the uh, highway. Like sometimes you'll just see like a gator crossing. You got to slow down. <laughs> that's terrifying i mean i'm from somewhere where like a, a bear could walk across the road See, but now, but bears don't eat humans scarier. i mean they'll attack you if they attack if you attack if them you're like threatening have you seen yeah. a bear like in close proximity uh like in a car yeah but not like while you were out yeah, and but free bears they're not gonna bother you unless you bother them mm. even grizzly bears those are supposed to be, the, I think, the largest ones. If mm. you just, like, curl up in a little ball and be like, don't hurt me, they'll just, like, walk away. Really? You say that, you go, don't hurt me. <laughs> if you say it just like that, yeah. they understand. Yeah. That's what they understand. It's like dogs and cats right. that understand sit. Yeah. Yeah, they understand don't hurt <laughs> don't me. Don't hurt me. I'm not a threat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I think it's with brown bears and black bears you get really big and you're like you go, you're oh like, yeah there's a thing there's yeah. a saying what's the saying I, I have no idea oh. i should know this you I, should i, you I, live I in bear i'm out here yeah. from bear country <laughs> she's like i don't know yeah i don't know i just uh, ho- i just hope for the best and yeah. grizz the ones that are like 
super big those are the ones that you're like don't kill me but littler yeah. ones like you just go raw and then they're like okay and then they kind of go away oh but i've never done that before so i might just yeah run and scream just but run actually never run from a bear because they will instinctually chase you and they weigh like two tons so they'll fucking catch you and then they'll ah. kill you so just don't run never run so just don't run or oh like a gosh. mountain lion never run from a mountain lion really yeah yeah oh my gosh see this is mm. <laughs> these are the activities that black folks don't do we yeah. don't go out <laughs> we don't we don't go to visit them in their natural habitat because yeah, right. why <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is kind of stupid. I you should just carry bear mace with you. That's probably like the, the easiest. Safest. What do you do with mountain lions? Do they have a mace too? Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I mean, you might just die around a mountain Jesus. lion. Jesus. <laughs> but mountain lions, the only will attack you if they're mistaking you for a deer. Oh, so great. you gotta like not act brown like a deer. Skin. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be like, I don't know, it's black. Go yeah. get it. <laughs> They normally like like they attack bikers because they think it's like a like a deer running. You know what I mean? So they'll like hunt someone who's on a bike. So I got to be like a slow moving. Yeah. <laughs> somewhat. And you never and you never. White thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got it. Yeah. 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 And you never want to turn your back oh on God. a on a mountain lion because it, they instinctually want to like prey on you so you always want to be like if you see one like look them in the eyes basically i heard i heard actually in some places where they have like panthers and stuff Mm -hmm. they'll wear masks on the back of their heads oh so so you think so they think you're you're looking at them yeah (laughs) yeah a two-face yeah so they won't stalk you right okay because they think there's a face there oh wow Anyways, the things white people do to go outside. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know. We're like, be one with the. (laughs) Let's go be one with the nature. Oh, yeah. There's bears and lions. Uh, (laughs) Just put another face on. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're they're chill. They're chill. (laughs) That's real white privilege Uh, being like, like, yeah, mountain lions are going to get me. They're not going to get me. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's so scary. I. I feel like every like a lot of my friends when quarantine hit went camping. They're like, Mm -hmm. let's go to Yosemite. And I'm like, I don't need another. Yeah. I mean, if you go to national parks and you're staying in like busy areas, you're not going to see wildlife like that. Oh, really? No, they they, they stay away from the populated areas. Okay, that's good to know. It's only if you're like back country in like Montana, like. Oh, okay. That's what you're. Then I'll need like a gun. And yeah, you need to carry a gun with you. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. I definitely turned down some camping trips. Like, <laughs> and you're like, glad I did. Yeah. They're <laughs> like, let's go to Yosemite. And I was like, I don't know. People are getting kidnapped. Right. People are encountering bears. There was like that girl who was like taking a selfie and then a bear. Like, did you see that? Um, I feel like I did. There was like, I mean, I think it was like last year in the summer. But like, yeah, she was she was just like taking a selfie. And then all of a sudden in her selfie, there was a bear. Yeah. Yeah. And she like turned around and like the bear was just like, it was just her and the bear. And I was like, I've seen enough. Um, <laughs> you were like, no, no nature. <laughs> I was like, I'm okay. I don't want to be on a hiking trail. Just randomly encountering a bear. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. I, I, it's never happened to me. And I, I do do a lot of outdoorsy stuff, but you got to really be back away from where people are to really see a bear like that okay so yosemite's fine (laughs) okay all right as long as you're not doing like the 30 mile like into the mountain you know that doesn't sound appealing to me (laughs) 
Yeah. At all. 30 miles? Mm-mm. Uh, <laughs> nope. That's okay. <laughs> that's a hard pass for me. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, my God. So you, so you, guys, so you guys moved to L.A. together? No. <clears throat> I already lived here. I moved here in 2000, the end of 2013. Whoa, it's been so long. Yeah. Um, and then he moved in 2016 after he left the military. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he came. He came here for me. <laughs> <laughs> so Aggie, so aggro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I made him move here for moi. For my my life. For he my fit, life. fit into my life. Yeah, I was like, I'm not doing this military thing. So like, if you want to be with me, you're going to have to move to La. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to La. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the dream, though. I I've di- I've, I've long distanced a couple dudes, and they do not. I, they have not moved for me. No? So that's the dream. Yeah. <laughs> have you offered it? Yeah, I've been. Well, I've been more like I'm not moving to wherever the fuck you live. You know, I'm yeah. like I'm not living to Spokane, Washington. Yeah. So <laughs> have they? And they just like hate L.A. Do they come and visit and hate it? Yeah. There, there's always some excuse. They just we just don't we just don't fit. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. They make it a bluff that they like, yeah, I want to be with you forever. But it's easy to say when you're like, oh, yeah, a thousand miles apart. You of know? course. He's like, oh, my God, I miss you so much. He's yeah. like, how much? Yeah. Come here. How much? Uh, right. Yeah. Move that ass. Okay? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and now he's like, I don't know. It's like hard to find work in L.A. And I'm like the biggest one of the biggest cities in the country. It's yeah. hard. It's hard to find a tech job here. Okay. okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hmm. Why don't you just get like a headhunter? Right. Like, get on somebody's list, sir. Yeah. You can do better. Yeah. This is for you. I don't know who you are out there listening, <laughs> but do better. Yeah. If you're in a long <laughs> distance relationship, it's not going to, I mean, it might work out. It probably won't. Just it probably won't. And wherever you live, there's a guy exactly like that who lives a few blocks away from you. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> That is that is an absolute fact. Yeah, yeah. There's the same man three doors down. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There are, there are they, there's only a couple variants of guys, so mm-hmm. you can find that same person in mm-hmm. your town. Oh, absolutely. And you don't even have to deal with the whole time difference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can walk to their place. Yeah, so. yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah. So what? So I, I'm kind of interested in. Um, how you're saying that you know it's like a slippery slope to like getting tied down and not being able to do like your thing yeah Um, i think that's a big thing that a lot of women kind of struggle with like kind of wanting Mm -hmm. you know you know a quote-unquote domesticated kind of lifestyle but also wanting to pursue you know dreams and goals that they have and it's i like even this year i keep being like maybe i should just like move home and i could do stand up there and then just like get a normal you know and Mm -hmm. Yeah, that we always kind of have these like fighting thoughts of like it, it would be just easier if I just like went back home. It's cheaper. Mm-hmm. I can still do stand up, not this, not as much, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, so how Ugh. has been your experience it's with so that? So hard to even. Yeah, I I completely understand, and I still deal with that all the time. I think. Oh yeah, being domesticated. That's so funny. So I wrote a pilot called "Domesticate Me." Actually. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, sexy. <laughs> right? Um, yes. Put me in an apron, honey. Um, <laughs> I've never seen anyone cook in an apron. I got like a 1950s apron as a joke. Oh. Yeah, just because <laughs> I was just like, 
have you been to the store called play play clothes uh-uh it's in burbank and it's just like all this old vintage stuff i feel like you'd like it okay it's okay. like there's just like a bunch of weird like i got this fur coat that belonged to mrs slushinger i don't know oh, it's fuck. from the 50s okay it's like okay mrs slushinger i've got your coat <laughs> um <laughs> your family put it up for sale honey i don't know <laughs> You wrote your name in it and everything, and they still sold it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, let's make some money off of this. Yeah, it's a really nice fur coat. I was like, dang, I hope my family doesn't do that to me. I better not put my name in it. Right. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so back to being domesticated. It, I think there's, like, a natural, like, desire to sort of, like, pair up or have, like, a partner, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I think there's... I mean, we're it's so ingrained in us, right? Like most most children are raised to be like most women even are raised to be like you're gonna have a husband one day, and like there's there's this like ideation of your your wedding and mm-hmm. your life after that, and you're gonna have a kid and a dog and a white fence and like all this stuff, and like your family sort of can you know s- most people's families can have that idea for you as well and so it creates this sort of pressure in your life when you reach a certain age depending on even where you live like like i you know went to middle school and high school in the south and so in the south it's like they get married young right like, i went to a lot of weddings like straight out of college like it right. was just like everyone was locking it up locking it down kids were flying out the puss like <laughs> wow you know what i mean <laughs> flying out the puss they were i was like dang oh my god these people are grown-ups now you know and i was like bitch i saw you chug for loco like (laughs) i've seen people do cocaine off of you right like i've mm, okay you're a mom now interesting yeah Uh, yeah so it's like there are those pressures and you know and also just like yeah what is nature what is nurture right like what is your own body being like i want a partner and then what is like everybody around you sort of coupling up and and you know if you have a great partner if you have good examples of that like i don't know if your parents are still together or you've got you know like Mm -hmm. good examples of great partnerships like you can sort of like envy that and like want that too for your life and there's nothing wrong with that it Mm -hmm. just is sort of how that can play into making your own personal goals you know like to achieve your own personal goals as well um so for me i felt like i i've always been really career driven i i never even had like a wedding ideation like i've never yeah like when my friends were like you're getting married like they're like what is your vision i was like i don't have one because i've never like i've never flipped through wedding magazines i've never even thought like what kind of wedding dress I would wear I never went wedding dress shopping with any of my friends like I didn't even do that because I was just like this is weird like I just was like I want to pick a dress that I like right I want to do like kind of what I want to do um but in terms of accomplishing your goals and career I I mean I got really lucky in the sense that I knew this person for a really long time and um I obvious like he he knows me well enough to know that like I'm gonna put unfortunately like I'm gonna put my career first like that was always like my thing I was like I'm gonna put my career first like this is what I want yeah um and he supports that and that's a privilege to Mm -hmm. have a partner who sees your goals and supports you and also like you find a way to support each other and be together in a way that's yeah you know 
um, good and healthy and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but it is challenging. Like, you know, like now we've been married for three years and people are like, where's the baby? Right. You know, and so there, there's always like these levels. It's like, I okay. feel like people are projecting. Oh, absolutely. Onto other people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, a lot of it is that, you know, like a lot of it is projection. A lot of it is um, just their own, like the way that they were raised and it kind of just like creeps up in them and they don't, they're not even aware of it. Like, mm-hmm. like I remember when I, when I got engaged, my mom was like kind of freaking out because like she's like a super feminist and was right. just like, and I'd always been raised to not like aspire to marriage like I was always right. raised to aspire to fulfill my goals and be successful and my mom was like anybody can get married like that's like you don't like that's not a goal right like you need to have like real goals yeah that's, a, that's awesome that your mom was like that yeah, yeah yeah and I like I wasn't allowed to play with dolls like so I never did the whole like this is a doll in her wedding dress right and, like, yeah like I like yeah my I feel like a lot of girls including myself like when i was a kid like i would always play like family and like baby and i'm like mm-hmm. that's so in like weird mm-hmm. and my my parents didn't push that on me to do that i just like that's what i wanted to do like i wanted to pretend to be a housewife a mom, <laughs> right. like so insane <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's interesting right yeah it's so like it's like what is that about us like is mm-hmm. it nature is it nurture i don't know yeah because there are kids who want to like hold a baby doll and it's like okay yeah yeah hold that baby doll yeah <laughs> i think i think it starts out as nature but then it, i mean nurture nature well which one's what <laughs> nature is like your your biological like chemical right right. uh, and then nurture (laughs) is the way that you're raised (laughs) could you tell my brain was like they do sound similar i know it's like we are they're way too similar doctors out there you need to do something and label them differently change that it's like Mm -hmm. fiction and non-fiction i'm always like fiction is real fake like I yeah just like <laughs> uh, yeah oh my gosh that one stumps me too in my dyslexia i'm like non because i always think i always think non-fiction is not real mm-hmm. but it's the opposite right right i think i don't know we'll edit this yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'll look it up and edit it out if we sound fiction stupid. is real non-fiction no, no, no. is real no i'm I just th- giving you both samples I think <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and i'll edit it with the right one <laughs> yeah um but i think i think at first we i definitely feel like we have the instinct to kind of nurture i'm just getting nervous to talk (laughs) like it's the instinct to nurture something is it nurture yeah yeah like our we have that instinct of doing that and Mm -hmm. but then i feel like one going after goals and aspirations it gets hard to the point where like it's just so much easier if i just like did the 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 easy simple get married have kids which oh yeah isn't easy which people realize is like oh this is like also really hard yeah e- either oh, yeah. way you choose it's gonna be difficult yeah absolutely um, yeah and i think that's that's like the interesting thing it's like the grass is always kind of greener it's like oh right. um should i have gotten married and you know and like i think about that too it's like oh should we have just gotten married and like because he gotten wanted that money to, yeah gotten that money <laughs> um you know just always thinking about that money mm-hmm. and 
but like you know i was like oh if we had gotten married back then like now we'd probably have we'd have like we'd have our kids they'd be out of the way you know what i mean like there's just things that you're like oh well that would be done right and i wouldn't have to worry about that um but then i think about like the life experiences that i've had and um you know just the opportunities and the things that i've done in that time that we weren't together or that we were apart and not, you know, married with kids and, mm-hmm. and I, and I've, I value those things. So it's, it's, it can be, you know, tricky. And even when I see my friends now, like I have a lot of friends who've been married and they have kids and it's like, Oh, and you know, and they seem really happy and they're, you know, like mm-hmm. they're staying at home. Like I've got a lot of friends who've like, decided to quit their jobs and mm-hmm. be stay-at-home moms and like at first it was kind of like a mind fuck for me because you know like you know these people for the aspirations that they had when you guys were young and hungry right. and you're like oh my god we were you know like 19 and like had this fire and we're like i'm gonna you know like be a fashion whatever and you're yeah. like and then you're like and i'm gonna be an actress yeah and, and men are the second you know yeah <laughs> right and men and men come second because we're gonna be like fucking sex in the city but black yeah and <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. or, but multiracial or whatever i don't yeah. know um and yeah so you like i i've seen my friends sort of like their lives shift and that's been difficult and that's sort of where my pilot is it's like this woman who notices that everything around her has been like career focused and that there's nothing really like tangible in her life like Mm -hmm. the only thing she has is her career and it's like is that enough at the end of the day is that enough and I think I think it can be and my pilot and is sort of like a question to myself it's like what what is enough like when what does that mean yeah like when do you find joy and happiness in just what you already have Mm -hmm. and but also why can't you have more if you want more right and and where are the lines and what's the boundaries and you know can you like like people say like can you fully lean in you know that book that was like lean in and it's just Mm -hmm. like i don't know um (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, like that woman, I think later, like got a divorce and was just like, just kidding. You don't do that. Don't lean in. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, just kidding. You cannot have it all, which was just like, I, I mean, I don't That's think she said funny, literally actually. that. <laughs> I wish she did. That'd be so honest and hilarious. I know. <laughs> Sweetheart, you can say it. Yeah. Um, it's hard. It's hard to have it all. Yeah. You know, like it, and what is it all like? Right. A baby on your hip and like a cell you're, phone yeah and, a, and you're you know, leading like a meeting with a baby and you're breastfeeding at the same time right. <laughs> yeah like your nipples out and nobody cares like yeah, what yeah. what is having it all actually even look like yeah um but it's also like catered to you it's like what do you want right and knowing that most things are still possible like i was like you know like approaching 30 and being like oh my god oh my god oh my god like yeah if i don't have a kid soon my eggs are gonna shrivel up and they're gonna fall out of my butt and like <laughs> I wish that's what happened. I know. I know. Right? That'd be more convenient. Yeah. Um, <laughs> doctors, get on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and you just start to wonder, like, am I going to have that? And you see your friend's really cute babies, and you're like, is that going to, like, am I ever going right. to have that joy? And, like, there's also, like, a switch that I call, like, 
like a baby comes out of your uterus and there's like a switch on the way down and your whole like world changes like yeah it's hard to even recognize those people anymore and not in a bad way because like i feel like maybe some of my friends might listen to this <laughs> and be like "Ooh, you bitch <laughs> you said i changed i'm like you said you changed okay bitch <laughs> um but they do there's like yeah there just is like there's another p- there's a human being you that need to take care compl- of another person that, yeah that so you have you have to put them you. before you yeah essentially yeah yeah and you have to be really ready for that and um you know all of all the people that i know have been ready for that and and i wonder i'm like am i ready for that and then i you know like yeah. watch their kid for a day and i'm like oh nope and you're <laughs> like oh there's a tantrum i'm out <laughs> and i'm like oh cute baby but every day yeah, yeah. um <laughs> yeah i like being an aunt that's fun because she is because she, she loves me like a lot because i don't discipline her like yeah. i get i get all of the perks of yeah. being around a child yeah, yeah yeah but you know you still wonder you're like mm, but could it yeah and you know one one day hopefully or yeah. like my mom had me when she was 41 so see there you go <laughs> there is time honey yeah. yeah well i i definitely feel like women i mean and men too we we definitely have this like if i don't have things together by the time i'm 30 mm-hmm. like i'm a fucking failure and that's something like even as someone who's 23 i i think about all the time mm-hmm. and i keep having to remind myself to like no, that's that's dumb that y- you don't have to live your life by that. There's plenty of people who waited mm-hmm. later in life to do things or. Oh, yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like it. Like what I would impart to my 23 year old self would be. um, Yeah, just well, one d- start a savings account. That's <laughs> that, that would be step one. Like marry bitch, a guy what? in the military. Yeah, mi- <laughs> marry a man in the military. Get that extra cash. Start a savings account. Bro. Yeah. No, just kidding. Um, do definitely start a savings account because I was just like, I blew through so much money in yeah. my twenties, like in my early twenties, that I was just like, and that's oh. and a lot of that stuff. But you're like, it doesn't even matter what None I of bought. It matters. Yeah. None of it matters. Yeah. Um. So that would be step one. Um. And then step two, I would just say. Yeah, pursue everything that you want and don't think about having a deadline on it and Mm -hmm. being like by, you know, like I'm going to be the Forbes 30 under 30. Like none of that shit matters. Yeah. You know, like what only matters is that you find what gives you joy and purpose and um, fulfills you and allows you to grow. It's like it's all a journey like 30 isn't a destination right you know 40 isn't a destination none of it is it's yeah. all like every like waiting for something to happen or expecting there to be a destination point where mm-hmm. it's like all going to be together is not realistic right it and it's kind of not living in the moment either you know because yeah. you're kind of like okay th- you're just thinking about this like looming kind yeah, of yeah yeah you know thing mm-hmm. yeah you're like in fear of oh my gosh well i gotta tighten up because you know 25 uh-oh like yeah. that's coming and i've gotta you know and yeah and hollywood thinks this about 25 year olds and right. like that was like my thing like i was like oh my god like after you like after you turn 25 you have to stop telling people your age because right. they'll start being like Oh. Right. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And, that, and like and that's all, so and all stupid. When all these things, it's just kind of like excuses for you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Something I realized very recently was. Um. I'm reading a book. Oh God, I hate talking about self help books. 
She's reading a self-help book, y'all. <laughs> um, it's, it, tur- it's, it turns too culty too quickly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Um, but it's I, so interesting. It, do- it does. Yeah. But I, I'm reading this book called Ego is the Enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like something that I'm realizing is my fears of having, you know, you have to have things together by the time you're 30 and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. That's my ego that's my ego kind of being hurt by the way I judge other people who are quote unquote, don't have their lives together. Yeah. And, um, yeah, just kind of letting go of my ego judging others who, who I picture in my head as like Mm -hmm. wasted their time and Mm -hmm. yada, yada, yada. Letting that go Mm -hmm. is really helping me kind of not judge myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. That's a great observation. <laughs> Look I was at like that self-help book. Mm, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. But it, I it, it, w- it was it was such a minute thing that happened where it was la- it was yesterday and I like didn't wake up when I wanted to wake up and I was so mad at myself and mm-hmm. my ego was so hurt and I you know I let it like affect my whole day and I'm like that's because I judge other people because I'm like these actions are going to lead me to be like quote unquote those people Mm -hmm. and i'm like that's what that hurts me so much Mm -hmm. that i judge others because you know what i mean yeah yeah because then it makes it because then when you fall short it's worse yeah it's like yeah now you have to you know use that same sledgehammer that you're using with these other people to define their lives on yourself right right now like oh i'm shitty i'm not worthy of greatness because i don't wake up early every day and run 12 miles and i don't you know whatever it might be yeah i i definitely feel like i fell into the habit of judging i you know we we do comedy and there's a lot of people who do open mics i've been doing it for like 10 years and Mm -hmm. they just kind of like smoke a lot of weed and don't they just like haven't really done a lot and i i've definitely been like yeah i'm fucking better than those you know what i mean like i definitely have had Mm -hmm. a lot of that just i guess honestly just as a as a coping mechanism as well Mm -hmm. but i'm like no i have to let go of that like they they it doesn't matter what they're doing like you just wish them the best and if you don't do that you're really affecting yourself yeah in the end yeah oh my gosh that's amazing that's storm. ego is the enemy ryan wow. holiday the code is hannah rose <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um no that's amazing and that's that's a wow that's that's quite a gift to give to yourself at yeah. 23 honestly yeah. Yeah, and I also had another experience where I had this dude, like, really be really rude to me. And, yeah, just be really disrespectful to me. And I I kept being like, I forgive him. Like, I'm letting it go. But I can't forgive myself for, like, being on TikTok for too long. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not forgiving myself for, like, little dumb stuff. But I'm like, I'm going to let this guy call me a cunt. And it doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. It's so interesting how much... um, Oh, like just what we give to other people and then we don't give to ourselves. Yeah. 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 We have so many other people more leeway that like Mm -hmm. I beat myself just like I'm like even last night I was like, you should have listened to the set that you did last night and taken notes on it. But I I went to sleep because I was tired. I was like, no, we're hustling. You know what I mean? Yeah. We (laughs) 
are. <laughs> yeah. But that's your e- that's your ego being like, yeah, because I'm fucking better than everyone else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. And I think, I mean, the beautiful thing about like letting go of of other people's, you know, like, cause I, when I moved to LA, I kind of did that too. It was like, I'd see people who had been here for, you know, like 10 years and I'm like, but what have you done? Yeah. Yeah. And, but that makes you so afraid that you don't want to be like that. Yeah. And then all it does is put fear in you, yeah. you know? Cause then you're just like, Oh my God, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that. Um, yeah. Instead of like, just, you know, like we have no idea what, th- what has happened in their lives. Like, right. I've known people who are wildly successful in comedy and then have had a nervous breakdown and yeah. had, have had to leave. And no, I'm not talking about Dave Chappelle. I don't know him, <laughs> but, <laughs> and he did not have a nervous breakdown. He said, fuck Hollywood and left. Yeah. But, um, you know what I mean? Like uh, there are people who like, we all have our own things. And like, if we can just be better at understanding people and each yeah. other and letting people like breathe and live yeah. through their experiences and we can do that with ourselves we can have that grace with ourselves and then you can really you know create from a place that's authentic yeah and, and not out of malice or yeah hate or, yeah and and you you just like and fear yeah and you just make more interesting things like you write better jokes when you're happier or yeah. like more focused on yourself than being like I'm gonna write a better set than so-and-so right. because I can't believe they open for so-and-so and wow like yeah that's you know. uh, that's also been another thing where I like see people that you know in my eyes I don't think are very funny or like mm-hmm. don't really work very hard mm-hmm. and then they get this opportunity I'm like fuck them like you know I'm gonna fuck it you know and, mm-hmm. and it's just all like I'm like no just just worry about yourself like Mm -hmm. there's room for everyone also my type isn't like you know this dude with a mustache you know what i mean i'm like it's not like we're competing for the same yeah yeah no absolutely (laughs) it's like (laughs) i was i was talking to a manager about my set and she um she watched uh the two tapes that i had submitted to her and she was like i think there's a really great um you know uh like late night set here that you know that we could pitch you for for conan or whatever and i was just like yeah that'd be cool but i really want to get on the road you know like that's what i was talking to her about i was like i want to travel and i want to you know do stand up and what she said to me is like you're a hard pitch for an opening act right and at first i was just like bitch you don't know me like yeah (laughs) (laughs) like i i can open for you know, I don't yeah, know, yeah. whatever, Neil Brennan, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Right. Right. Neil. Um, <laughs> but like, <laughs> I was just like, I was initially, I was so judgmental about her perception. But then like, after a while, I like started to realize I was like, she, I mean, I am a storyteller. It is different. And there will, there is somebody out there that will take me on the road. You know, right. maybe it isn't the the comedian that I love. Maybe it's not Ali Wong, you know, maybe it's mm-hmm. not Whitney Cummings or whatever, but there will be somebody or like, maybe I'm interesting enough to like go eventually go on tour on, on my own or right. m- create avenues in which that I can go to festivals and use my voice in other ways, like writing. And that will, you know, yeah. catapult my career in a different way. It's like just being less judgy on, the specifics of it and being like, well, I could open for that person. Right. Like, right. If that person can do it and they just do dick jokes. Well, I have more sophisticated jokes. Yeah. 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 And like, it's not about that. It's about, you know, 
the audience and that that person's vibe and like I have to think about what I would want if I'm touring if I'm headlining who would I want to bring on my roster and maybe maybe I am more eclectic and I would have like a wild opener or whatever I don't know probably but um that people would just be like huh <laughs> what um, was that? What was Where that? Are we? are we still seeing Thenya today? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for the element of surprise. Yeah. But that's not everybody's forte. You right. want to, f- you know, like there's a lot of marketing and there's there's there're just things that aren't about you and your ego. Right. That yeah. you can't focus on. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, and I I definitely feel like as a creative, as a comic, when you do go and pursue you know, not the merry kids mm-hmm. life kind of thing. We try to make like these structural things that we have to succeed to like become mm-hmm. whatever, but mm-hmm. they're all just like, they're all made up in our head. You mm-hmm. know, I know so many people who are like, yeah, so what you do is you go to the comedy store, you get there, you get, you, you, you start working there and yep. then you, and then you do a late night, you know, and then, yep. and it's like, you're just closing yourself off to other opportunities that could happen yeah you know what i mean and i definitely have done that as well Mm -hmm. with different things but yeah just kind of being like yeah you're just you're open to other things and we do live in a for better or for worse like the internet can really help you and has created a lot of great comics out of it you know a lot Mm -hmm. of horrible stuff but oh sure you know (laughs) We're not judging them. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, there's there's something for everyone on there. Yeah, like. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you can really, w- like, we're living in a time where you can really create the kind of life that you want to create, you know? Yeah, yeah, you can create the, the kind of life you want to create. You can, um, like, like you said, the internet is so vast. Like, there is an audience for everyone, yeah. you know? Um, like, my mom likes to say, like, Serial killers have fans too. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's a, she's a feminist and loves serial killers. <laughs> well, we we have this thing where we love to like binge like the the like yeah. IDTV right, and all like yeah. the killers and stuff. Like we got to know who's out there. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like my mom said, they don't pay me to know all of the killers on IDTV, but I do. Yeah. <laughs> And jokes over here. She's like, I know them all. I know who's wanted. I know who hasn't <laughs> been caught yet. <laughs> oh, I know who got married yeah. last year. <laughs> who tied the knot in prison? Uh, um, who escaped or she, tried to? She she like knows everything. Like the car, like people know the Kardashians. Yeah, she knows the serial killers. She knows the murderers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm. I'm in tow with her. I'm like, yeah, we got to find out who these people are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what are they doing? But you know what I mean? Like they have, they have a fan base, which yeah. is wild to think about, yeah. but they do. And, um, and so therefore, like if you aren't feeling well received in, in the space you're in, it shouldn't impact and change the way that you want to deliver your jokes or you feel really and like the way that you want to express yourself, right. you should still do it because there are 
people who will relate to those thoughts will relate to your jokes and who you are they're just not right in front of you right but also don't use that as an excuse to be bad oh (laughs) absolutely oh my gosh there's so oh my gosh you still need the self-awareness yeah your ego needs to be humbled oh things you need to work on yes you you need this book and then you need to apply that um you can't just blindly be like no i'm not shit it's like no no yeah i've definitely been at mics or even shows where people are just like eating shit and they're like people laughed last night when i did this it's like (laughs) i was like yeah but that was last night yeah yeah today you came with this different energy sir and this energy is aggressive yeah um yeah i think a good comic should be able to adapt to any environment yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah you should you should listen like i've you know um I love going to open mics. I know that's weird, but I love it because (laughs) you just really get to see one. Like I love the writing process. I think it's so interesting to how like jokes can get tweaked and your delivery can switch and it can just like make the joke hit. Yeah. And 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 I've also noticed like my energy really affects if people will laugh at what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what are you, how do you, what are you bringing to the table that's going to allow people to laugh or open up? And yeah, I mean, yeah. there's times where I've done a joke that I know like hits and then it's like not working mm-hmm. on, at a mic and it's like, Oh, it's me. Right. It's you bitch. Um, and those are good lessons to learn uh, when you're working period, like not mm-hmm. even just, starting out just as you continue because if you can't have a conversation because that's what it is it's having mm-hmm. a conversation then like what are you doing like yeah. it's, it's always a conversation the audience is always receiving and giving you back mm-hmm. information and talking to you even with their body language even if they're not like heckling you know even if it's not just like you know drunk people being like ah! right whatever like it's adjusting your jokes to adjusting the conversation yeah is it's kind of a form of meditation because you have to be so present with like how people are reacting to things Mm -hmm. and yeah i really noticed being as present as possible and if someone doesn't react to a joke like commenting on that and then they laugh and then they're back on your side yeah yeah acknowledging them and just like oh my gosh you didn't like that i'm so sorry like how yeah yeah (laughs) you know or or like justifying it just being like listen i know that's not for everybody Mm -hmm. these are just my thoughts and sometimes they're bad and i'm so sorry i subjected you to that or you know just or whatever it could be or or having a conversation with that person like yeah you know, if somebody doesn't like, um, I'm trying to think of the last time somebody came up to me after <laughs> a show and was just like, I didn't like that joke. Oh, um, <laughs> there's two jokes. I'll, I'll, so there's a joke I do about Jesus. Um, okay. like, I, like people don't talk about Jesus as a youth, mm-hmm. you know, like what was he like as a teenager? Nobody really says anything. Like, was he rebellious? Was he ever just like, screw you, Joseph, you ain't my daddy. <laughs> You know, yeah. I don't know, maybe. And then at 33, he was like, fuck this. I'm going to go live with my real dad. Oh, that's funny. But people, people get mad at that. Get <laughs> mad. Oh, my God. I did that in a semi like it was it was an all black room, but it was an older black room. Oh, very and religious. So religious. Mm. And oh, I got a talking to. <laughs> 
were like, who's your mama? Y'all ain't religious? I was like, listen, mm-hmm. my Can mom we doesn't like you this. Right now? Yeah, I was like, listen, my mom doesn't like this joke either, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, he did go live with his real dad. <laughs> did he not? Yeah, yeah. Am I wrong? These or? are the facts. Yeah. But, like, inst- like, so after I delivered the joke, what I realized was that, and it wasn't r- well received, instead of, I, di- I mean, I never attacked the audience because, like, I'm Canadian and I'm too nice <laughs> and I get, I get scared. I'm like, oh, no, they hate me. Um, sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Retreat. Um, say something cute or nice or, yeah. I don't know, just say something normal yeah. for a second or get off the stage. Um, so I didn't attack them, but what I didn't do was have a conversation. Right. I could have just been like, yeah, it's dark. I get it. It's like a suicide joke about Jesus. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? I know. I know. I know. It. It's wild. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's like, let's have a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. Like, Jesus said he was coming back. <laughs> Where are you at? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he made promises. He made promises. <laughs> and you say he's coming. I mean, I guess we got this COVID. We got... <laughs> We got a a blizzard in Texas. I yeah. mean, we got locusts again. Yeah. So maybe maybe we got the killer bees. We got killer bees. I mean, he might be making his way back. Seriously. <laughs> um, I mean, I wasn't trying to be here for that, but yeah, um, yeah. you know, but I could have had a conversation mm-hmm. instead of being like, "Ooh, okay, that was bad. That was so. That was my ego, right? Yeah. You know, like some people attack, some people retreat, but like at the end of the day, it was but still it was my e- ego. It was even their ego judging the. Ju- you know what I mean? Oh, for sure, yeah, for yeah. sure, yeah. But I think you know, at the end of the day, it's my job to to embrace that person and right. try to you know, empathize with whatever might be triggering to them and, you know, in their sensitivity. Of course, I'm not going to, like, change my joke. Like, I'll never do that. Yeah. I will always deliver that joke just like that and whatever, but I can still have an open mind about how it will be received and try to be sensitive to that and Mm -hmm. not poke people who might be, you know, Mm -hmm like you know like sensitive I c- to that. yeah sensitive yeah. to that and yeah I feel like something that I have definitely trying to put into practice is um I f- I f- I try to approach stand-up as a service industry I I approach entertainment industry as a service industry because it's like that's what it is like y- mm-hmm. you're come you're getting paid to come here entertain these people like like you're serving them and i think a lot of comics come in there with a big ego and being like if you don't like what i fucking say mm-hmm. then like fuck you and mm-hmm. like but i i think it's help more helpful and you'll be more funny if you go into this being like i'm here to serve these people mm-hmm. that's the job i was given yeah you know they're my boss yeah and i'm supposed you know yeah and i'm supposed to perform to that and if you can't, then maybe you're just not that good of a comic. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. I think that's really true. And you have to find a way to share who you are and be authentic, but also be aware that, yeah, like mm-hmm. you, like you, there is no stage with no audience. Right. Where there's no the stage. <laughs> there's no anything that you do without an audience, yeah. you know? 
Yeah, absolutely. And yes, are there the, you know, cancel culture mongers out there that are like, you said cunt and right. that is offensive to all women. And yeah. it's like, mm, it's only offensive to cunts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's going to be the clip. <laughs> only offensive if you're a cunt. Um, well, people get defensive over jokes. I, I, oh my god! I need to stop talking about ego. I'm getting too involved in this book. But it, like, <laughs> but no, share. You know, I mean, unless the person who's telling a joke is really trying to say things to hurt others. Mm-hmm. But if someone is, you know, if, if the intention isn't to hurt others, like they're not trying to hurt you. You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. No, absolutely. It's not about you. It's like, not about you. And like, if you're taking it as it's about you, like, okay, let's, right. Let's, it's let's like, bring it back a, a bit. Chill, chill. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like the second joke that I said, it, like, I mean, it was probably inappropriate because I also said it during, Oh, it does. It's also women's history. Month. <laughs> <laughs> so, but what I said, like this girl was talking about how she was a feminist mm-hmm. and I was just like, yeah, uh, feminist it's so interesting right and i was just like i just can't wait for us to all be equal right like right. W- women and men like like equality like that's true feminism right because let's like god there's some women i want to throw under the bus you know what i mean like, <laughs> <laughs> there are some bitches out there like but maybe she's a cunt because she gets paid 70 70 right. cents on the dollar yeah we don't know so i don't know why yeah, she's we don't know everyone's life and exactly we, yeah Right. Like, I don't know. But like, let's let's even the playing field. <laughs> so I can. <laughs> so I can be like this bitch. Right. Um, because there's there's we don't have to like everybody. And that's like the other right. weird thing about like being a, a feminist or like, yeah, being, you know, like in like our like it, it's almost as if like women are a monolith. Like we all have to band together. But like right. men can be like, that's it. He's an asshole. He's a dick. He's whatever. Right. But like we got to like respect each other yeah and it's like yes i respect you but like at the same time there are some, like yeah i'm treating Kelly you as an equal yeah yeah <laughs> come oh, on she oh you Especially know what with I'm her, saying? her daughter the things that she's doing oh my god her daughter is so wild um love her yeah Claudia, hey <laughs> hey <laughs> hey girl <laughs> keep I, doing what you're doing yeah i mean yeah that's a whole i mean did you hear about her mom like a calling the cops on her well putting a nude of hers on the internet her mom did that yeah she's i think she's being investigated for like child abuse right now or they're trying to do that but like they can't get it because she's like kelly you know what i mean it's a whole fucking thing oh my god her mom is very abusive that is wild. and she's like all these clips of her mom like being abusive yeah, I've seen some of her clips. I'm like, dang, girl, you still live there? Like, yeah. we, we got to start a GoFundMe, yeah, sis. Yeah. Like, girl, <laughs> drop a link. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> drop a link. This one goes out to you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll put on a show for you, honey. Wow. Yeah, yeah, we got to yeah. get you out that house, yeah. girl. But also, I don't know, like, par- she's young. Like, she's 18, right? She's or 16. Like se- oh. She's underage. Yeah. Oh, that's why you can't get free yet. Yeah. Ooh, child. My friend emancipated herself. Holler. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot she was. Uh, what? I thought that. I guess because she's <laughs> just been so. Like smart. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I no, forgot that she was like 16. that young. Yeah. But damn. I guess mm. her mom like tweeted like a naked photo of her and she's like an underage. Yeah 
girl. <laughs> yeah, she is an underage girl. That's wild. Yeah. Oh. So that's a whole other thing. Yeah. But yeah, but going back to um you were saying oh, sensitivities and Yeah, yeah. I really think if people aren't saying something out of mal- malice like we just we should just give people a little more leeway cuz I mm-hmm. like even I having someone who's done a lot of mics and shows and hosted mics like I know people who say things that are very off color just because they're trying to find their voice or mm-hmm. and they or say something that they don't really mean but they're trying to mean something else and mm-hmm. it's like this person really wasn't trying to be an asshole yeah. or say you know and they're just trying and it, well I and I think with the internet because now like comics like we have to keep putting things out mm-hmm. to you know build sort of a audience but it's also before you're ready to you know we're not all developed comics yet who know what's okay you know what what could be funny so things yeah I think things get taken a little too far and um yeah yeah Yeah. because I know I know a lot of people who have said things that are not right but and but they did not mean it you know right Yeah. yeah yeah and I think you have to have that um sense of um, you know, like, like you said, like letting go of that ego mm-hmm. <coughs> and not judging that person based on the one thing that they've said. Right. And right. like, that's like the whole like thing with cancel culture. It's like you, you are defining this person by the one thing or the, or something that they've done that they've po- they've probably grown from, like, mm-hmm. especially like, you know, like the Kevin Hart thing, like he was like, that was years ago. Or right. Or just like other people who have gone through that. And it's like, I don't feel like I need to apologize because I'm not the same person. Right. It's like, and something that I really like about comedy is exploring the parts of ourselves that aren't very virtuous. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I like hearing the bad thoughts that people have. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it gets kind of difficult because sometimes it translates into, you know, hurting others. But mm-hmm. You know, I, I like hearing people who, like, maybe, like, think something about, you know, a certain race or, and they're like, I know I shouldn't be thinking, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah, I just, I, I want to hear that because we're not these great people. And that's another ego thing, like, yeah. acting like we're like, well, that person said that and that means they're an asshole because, you know, I wouldn't say that because I'm yeah. better than that, you right. know? I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, that's, so, it's like um, Ali Wong's joke about how she... She married another Asian so that they can go home and be racist together. Yeah. And like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is just so funny and so true. Like when you do, when you are, <laughs> you are with somebody who's just like you, you can both be like white people, yeah. you know, or okay, black people. Like even if you're black, like Trey yeah. and I look at each other all the time and we're just like, oh, black people. There they go. Right, right, and right. it's because like we know because we're those people as well. And yeah. And like there yeah. is, <laughs> and it is it's I think when you have perspective or and if you're a comic who can who can figure that out right like if you're at an open mic yes you're probably trying to like work it out and like sort out through this you know your mental process and like why you feel this way yeah so it, it it's not gonna be neat and buttoned up and beautiful yeah like you Ali might Wong. say something stupid. right yeah you might yeah. deliver it in a way that isn't quite right or appropriate or you haven't had the depth or the perspective yet to to talk about that subject matter right um but that's what growing is right yeah you know yeah definitely um i saw (laughs) 
speaking on uh, different races, talking about other races. I was in the grocery store yesterday, and this this black woman, she was like on the phone, and she was like, you know, I'm Southern, and we have these, and she she starts kind of like going off about like Southern respect, and then she like really quietly she goes, we have these Mexicans and Asians, and I laughed (laughs) so hard. She was like really loud, and then right when before she said Mexican and Asian, she was like, "Have these Mexicans and Asians here?" <laughs> and I was like, "That was like the greatest thing I've ever seen." Yeah, you're like, "Go on." <laughs> she like knew that it was. What wasn't. did you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it was like she was talking like very loudly, where you really could hear her whole conversation, and then she was like, "Yeah, fucking Mexicans." <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's just so, it was just, it was such a perfect moment to see that happen. Oh, my God. Oh, to be a fly. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Too bad they're so stupid. Yeah. Well, I was, like, in the other, I was, like, kind of, like, I was, like, I got to hear what she's talking about. Yeah. Because she's, like, because she had, like, a southern accent. She's, like, yeah, so I'm from, you know, like, Louisiana. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's Uh, probably, I mean, yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah. I, d- I do like hearing um, the stuff that's a little like, you know, like off kilter. It's just like because because we all have these thoughts. Yeah, we do. We all have like thoughts that aren't great. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what makes them funny. Right. Yeah. You know, it's because and that's what the laugh is. You know, it's the sub- like people laughing is an unexpected response physical response right. like that's what it is biologically right mm-hmm. and it's most likely because they relate to it they've had that thought themselves mm-hmm. or yeah they think it's funny yeah like and why do they think it's funny because yeah they've probably like had a very similar thought yeah. or yeah so yeah. yeah and and it doesn't make you a bad person it just is bad if you apply that to your life right yeah and i think you know? sometimes people are very sensitive to what comics say because there there are a lot of comics who do a lot of actual bad things. Yeah. See, there's that part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's kind of, um, yeah, a little bit of... Uh, I, I do understand people who are very sensitive to comics saying shitty things because there's a, a lot of examples of them being actually shitty people. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> um. And that's kind of a funny thing, too. It's like the pedestal, like, you know, like putting these people on a pedestal. Right. Yeah. And being like, oh, but, you know, like the whole thing with like Louis C.K. And they were just like, oh, but he has a family and he has daughters. And it's just like you you guys put him on a pedestal. He's been like this the whole time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like there is some responsibility on us on that part, too. And it's like who whose voices do we elevate and um, excuse their behavior? And it's like Hollywood. It's a whole network. He didn't do it by himself. Right. A lot of people knew. There a were lot of people. Uh, I, I knew and I'm literally no one. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like, like I knew before it came out. Yeah. You know, like I had met a comic like an like an older comic who had gone on tour with him and was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just do that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, just casually? She was like, yeah, mm-hmm. And just kept it moving. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, okay. And she was just like, just be careful whenever you're on the road. She's like, make sure you make firm boundaries. And I was right. like, okay. And, you know, it's not obviously that I'm preparing for someone to jerk off in front of me. <laughs> but, 
Also, not the first time that's ever happened. Right, right. You're like, Just, I'm a woman. So I'm a woman. It's happened a lot, unfortunately. Yeah. Unsolicited a yeah. lot. You're like, um, I've had a... No- I, yesterday, I had... Yeah. yeah, no, I had shit happen. Homeless person. Yeah. Guy I gave a ride home to. Boy, I wasn't dating anymore. Right. Like dick pics people send all kinds of weird shit to your phone yeah like it's it's not the first time um not saying that it's not inappropriate and like maybe like there's a piece of me that's dead that's like not like (gasps) yeah you know because i'm not like horrified um but i'm also like not gonna watch if anything i'm just like you're silly sending me a dick pic Look yeah, at that, look yeah. at that little noodle, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. And, you know, and it, I mean, it is, like, it is about power. And right, that, that's, yeah. That's the That's issue. generally what it's about. And, yes, that is sort of the mind fuck, you know, because it, it isn't always the act of mm-hmm. the aggressive, you know, like, it's not always even, like, the rape. It's it's the it's the fact that this person is asserting power over Right, you. and kind of taking away your yeah, rights. your right to have freedom in this moment. And yeah. that's disruptive and horrible and um and those are obviously like that's why he should be right you know can't canceled whatever the fuck that means um but yeah and and that's wrong you know there shouldn't be women who are put in those situations anybody men women anybody children yeah Yeah. (laughs) old people (laughs) (laughs) old people might like it Yeah, I heard these nursing homes are freaky. I know, they all got chlamydia. They're like, <laughs> yeah, I heard they be getting it in after that <laughs> menopause. They just are like, whoop, whoop. <laughs> They're getting down in those nursing homes. I, know. I don't know. But Swinging. They are. That's what I hear. People are just like, oh, my God, these nursing homes are crazy. And I'm yeah. like, really? <laughs> are they hiring? Because yeah. I want to talk to some folks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, and yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what how we got on men something about being, you know, or people being people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely do feel like a lot of comics are very uh, idealized and kind of oh, like, yeah. mm-hmm. and they are kind of turning into religions which gets very dangerous and people become very vulnerable to them and mm-hmm. get very blinded by like the joe rogan experience oh god i can't <laughs> even <laughs> he is a cult leader and he knows it oh my gosh is he really i mean i mean i know people are like <laughs> well i guess <laughs> i mean have you met joe rogan <laughs> i've never met him i mean i've seen him a lot at the store but i've never like formally you know been yeah. like hi my name is Tanya." Yeah. You know, I know who you are, clearly. But, like... Yeah. <laughs> no, no, the best Joe. thing is be like, what's your name again? What's your name? Joe? <laughs> Rogaine? Ro- Rogan. Oh, yeah. Rogan. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I mean, I know that he has, like, a massive following, and people are just like, you know, um, I don't know. But, yeah, yeah the Church of Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Hey, you know, there are there are good churches out there. Just do... Do do church for good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I don't know. My I, don't know. I had an experience recently where I was I was gonna work with this woman and I was ta- kind of talking about comedy and you know I was yeah I mentioned Joe Rogan and she was and she goes <laughs> she goes the host of Fear Factor and I was like yeah he's like a comic and she goes he's a com-. she like had no like had no oh, <laughs> idea of the trajectory. Yeah. She, she was, was like. like you mean to tell me (laughs) the host of fear factor is now 
a comedian yeah yeah she had no idea she was like oh i thought he just like hosted that show and that was it and i was like that is hilarious that like you just that, that would have mean he would have been retired for like 20 years now, you know what yeah <laughs> yeah fear factor was a minute ago um I, I was like that is so funny she has like zero idea who he is yeah. <laughs> you're like oh no he has um a legit following and took them all to texas yeah yeah and now he took all of his sims with him yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah which hey do your thing i guess <laughs> hi i'm i'm like i mean there's so i guess what's great about it is that they're able to do live comedy and i hope they're doing it safely i don't really know much about i don't what's know going i'm actually over there going next not not, oh. not this fall not this week but the next week i'm going oh my gosh how exciting yeah they so they i heard that you know they lifted the mask mandate but yeah, they Texas. put it back on oh they did yes Oh, thank God. Yeah. Jesus. So, but I think it only, it goes into effect like March 10th. So to go back on. Yeah. I don't so know why like I d- for a couple of days, like get wild, get free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, why does it take that long to just like be like, no, we're wearing masks. Like, yeah. Like y- now you can just like go lick well, strangers. I also or think, what? yeah, how, I think Austin's probably going to be pretty safe because that's a very liberal, you know? Yeah. yeah I think mm-hmm. that it'll be fine. Um, yeah. Cause that's where he went. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm going to Austin. I, I this is actually a great thing to talk about. I I I'm kind of in this place where I've grown enough as a comic that I really do need to be putting myself out there more, yeah. trying mm-hmm. to do shows, trying to go to other places. Yeah, like absolutely. And I I definitely have this like I I get so nervous asking people for an opportunity yeah. or and and this is like I know I've put in the work you know what I mean like I know I can deliver but I'm starting to realize I'm like I really need to work on the business side and being mm-hmm. able to be confident enough to be like I can do this like mm-hmm. let me have you know so and I've been trying to reach out to show I just I'm like so nervous I'm like don't be like you know yeah you know no I totally get it um I got I got great advice when it came to that too because I I feel the same way I feel like if if I'm not invited to do something then I'm not supposed to be there yeah there's like this I don't know if it's if it's like a a woman thing or just a like a cultural thing but I just I'm like oh I wasn't invited into that space and so therefore I'm not supposed to be in that space but that's right not, that's not true right um but the advice I received recently was um uh. They said to me, when you open up your email in the morning, did West Elm ask you if you were interested in that couch? Did Pottery <laughs> Barn seek you, know that you were interested in that vase? Where Did Free People, you know, did mm-hmm. Nasty Gal know that you wanted that ridiculous thong bathing suit? No. Yeah. You didn't know until you open that email. Right. And so that's how you need to pitch yourself. Right. Pitch yourself to everyone and ev- everything and everyone and let them say no, thank you. Right, right. Yeah, and then, and, and then back to the ego, like the blockage for me is like, they're going to judge me and like, you know, the, the, and it's like they don't, they don't give a fuck about you. They yeah. really don't give a fuck. They're yeah. way more concerned about themselves just as you're just concerned about yourself, yeah. Yeah. you know? Yeah, they're going to click on it they m- or they're not. Yeah. And they might hate what you do, but yeah, it literally like they really don't care at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. They're like, oh, this person messaged me about their comedy. Yeah. Not my thing. Okay. Yeah. 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 
or oh huh this is interesting yeah or mm, not right now right whatever whatever it could be you just like never know if you limit yourself right and that's just a note for myself too because i you know had this idea that i had to be perfectly polished before i right and that's never gonna happen never gonna be perfectly polished Yeah. yeah You just have to know that you, you've been doing the work you sh- are supposed to be doing. Yeah. And, yeah, go for it. Yeah, and you you are, it's it's your life and your experience and your perspective that's, wha- that's important. Right. Not the perfection of the joke and, and because that, all that stuff will evolve. Right, to different Everyone things. Everyone has a a growth you know um has grown from the time they started comedy or started anything started mm-hmm. being a surgeon started doing whatever it is that they aspire to do there's a journey and so it's 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 how it's what you bring it's your perspective it's your it's your delivery it's your um interesting thoughts right and so it, it's you yeah, definitely. And that's not going to change, yeah. really. I mean, it is, right? Because you're doing the self-help book. But like <laughs> <laughs> Promo code Hannah Rose. <laughs> there you go. This podcast is sponsored by um, HelloFresh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, HelloFresh. Um, but yeah, you know what I mean? Like in that, again, a note for myself. It's like it's at the end of the day, it's me. Right. And not that I lined this joke up so perfectly made it just ah beautiful and it's like yes one day that will happen and yes i will deliver that one joke really great and then probably not that one that great and that's why they do like yeah four tapings or a lot more tapings than that but like you know what i mean like when people are taping their specials they they travel and they they work it all out so that they can have a chance at lightning communicating yeah Yeah. of communicating exactly what they want to communicate yeah and even then i would argue that most people aren't a hundred percent satisfied and that's yeah that's the part of growth because like when you're a hundred percent satisfied then what's left right yeah how do you grow how do you become any better right what are you striving for i don't know yeah what's the point yeah if you aren't wanting to grow and learn more yeah yeah. go be with jesus Say fuck it and go live with your real dad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> with real daddy. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh my god, please don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't kill your mom. Please, please don't. She's gonna edit this part out. Yeah, yeah. Um, um but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And and as we were going back to what we were saying before, is like learning how much your energy affects if people want to laugh mm-hmm. is something. Because I, I do feel like there is that trope of like comics being like, you have to be sad and like tortured. And I'm like, I really don't think people are that funny when they're in pain. And yeah. It's Mm-mm. really not. And you're not, Mm-mm. you're not in like a playful place. I've been no. really learning that for me to do well at stand up like i have to have a clear mind i have to be playful open mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and even if i don't have the greatest jokes like people are still interested in what i have to say because i'm giving them a, you know some light mm-hmm. you know yeah no absolutely and i think that's that's the beautiful thing about you you know that mm-hmm. you're going to bring that to the stage and right. like it's going to look so much different than what i do on the stage and how i you know, like whatever my light and my energy looks like, it's it looks completely different from yours. Yeah. And that's what sets you apart. Right. Yeah, definitely. Instead of being like, oh, okay, well, 
you know, comics are usually sad and, you know, I've got to get my comic uniform on. I got to get my right. denim <laughs> chambray <laughs> and my black pants and, you know, and my converse and, and be humble. It's right. Like, no, I mean, yes, be humble, that part. But like you can have your tattoos and you can dress up and you can have your piercings and your beautiful makeup and you can look the way that you look yeah. and still be received. Like we've got to shift that narrative of like, this is how comics look and this is, this is the way that they're supposed to um, present a joke. And I think that's what's really beautiful about this time period because there have been, you know, so many comics that, you know, like Michelle Buteau, she's not your classic. I mean, she's incredible and she's been doing stand up forever and has always been so funny, but she's also fucking fabulous. Like, yeah, she's always got cute hair and oh, she's beautiful and her outfits are amazing. But like a lot of times like people would just be like, oh, you're too pretty to, you know, like that has been a thing where right. like women are looked at and been like, oh, well, you're, you know, you're too hot. You can't be sexy and funny. Pick right. One. Yeah. Pick one. Either you're fucking hilarious or you're sexy. And that's not true. Yeah. I just like don't I don't I don't prescribe to that. Right. Right. And yeah. And it's not. I mean, neither does my fan base. Yeah. Five. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, cause I'm, you know, because I can do me. both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. I mean, I do. I, I, I think people who do comedy who kind of like you can't be hot and funny it's like them feeling bad about themselves so mm-hmm. they're trying to like put you into a certain kind of box mm-hmm. and like yeah, you can't dress up like you look at us like you people are, it's too distracting mm-hmm. it's really not like yeah we you gotta give people a little more credit yeah you know? yeah I, i'm a whole mood okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take it all in this is part of the show right, right? yeah what like, I, I mean like in in the terms of actually having a career like you 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 have to stand out in some way and your energy and the way you dress and the way you present yourself like that matters a lot Mm -hmm. you know and you you know a lot of things you do have to work hard and um get good at comedy but there is an element of like how your stage presence and like what are you someone who thousands of people are going to want to see? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 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 And you've got to just like be yourself. And I remember um, there's this amazing comic. Uh, she's from like DC. Her name is Paris Sachet. Mm-hmm. And I met her at JFL in 2018. And she said to me, cause I was like, I was just so obsessed with her look. Like she always had a different pair of like glasses on and they were always like, you know blinged out and her outfits were always like amazing and i was just like dang girl you are just like first of all you're killing it on the mic secondly this this look you're a whole you're a whole mood like yeah you're a whole experience and um she and was just like don't let anybody tell you what you can and can't do this is me and yeah. i'm gonna always do this and stand out yeah how, you know like, obviously she said it much better because i was like <laughs> I, like it just like you're hit like me blacking out <laughs> yeah i was like i was having a blackout um because i was just like oh my god she's so amazing how does she do it yeah um and she was just like i'm just always gonna be me and this is this is how i present mm-hmm. and i was like yeah and she was like don't let anybody ever tell you yeah. how you need to look how you need to tell your jokes it's you know with obviously a humble right you yeah. know and catering to you know whatever like being sensitive to 
people, I guess, kind of. Um, <laughs> this sounds so shady. But you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. yeah, it's like you you don't have to look like that person and sound like that person. Yeah. And deliver like that person. And like being a whole experience is going to be the reason why, y- you know, you tour and why you sell out all these. T- you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you have to, you have to be able to stand out and be something that people want to see or have never seen before Mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah Yeah. and I think there's a lot of fear in standing out right and and being noticed and and um there's a lot of negative talk around that right like like you don't want to be the person who who stands out like you want to be a part of you know the the audience and the in the group think and right and yes, you are, but you you're also an individual, and that's like let's see that, let's mm-hmm. see that color and that life, and we can relate to it. We're smarter than that. Like people right. are so much smarter than yeah, that. Yeah, we're not know. giving people enough credit. We you know? are, yeah. And I- and if there's audience members like judging how you're dressed, or like that's their own thing, that's you know? Yeah, that's and them working on themselves. Yeah, or needing to. <laughs> Ego is the enemy. Ego <laughs> is the enemy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone's appearance or, you know, past life or, you know, like, like I kn- I've known a couple comics who have had, you know, other careers and some of them have been scandalous, if you will, right. or not scandalous, mm-hmm. but just whatever. Like if you're in like adult entertainment industry, like there, mm-hmm. there can be some stigmas there. And right. it is sort of a hurdle to overcome i'm not going to pretend that it's that people aren't gonna you know perceive that person in that way but what i think is fascinating is that person's perspective and where they are now and it doesn't yes and and if even if they want to continue to do that like why why is that such a burden on you like why why are you also your own thing yeah like why are you so like put off by the way this person has chosen to live their life when they are actually being vulnerable and opening up to you and, and sharing a piece of themselves and you know, like what, why is that traumatizing to you? Yeah. Yeah. Why is that a problem for yeah. your life? It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. Yeah. And, and why are they less of, you know, like I've heard people say, Oh, well they're not really a comic. They do this on the side or they're right. not really this. They, they have an only fans. They are like, it's right. like, w- okay. Yeah. They are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, th- yeah, they have a life. Like We got a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah, haven't you seen the things? People are like, mom, wife, daughter. <laughs> right, yeah. Abolitionist. <laughs> you know? Abolitionist. <laughs> yeah, I want to cut that real, girl. It's too real, though. <laughs> <laughs> that girl who said abolitionist. I was like, bitch, please. <laughs> In 2021? Yeah, yeah. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> uh... Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I just think the judgment towards other other comics of what they're doing is ju- is just an excuse for feeling bad about whatever you're doing. You mm-hmm. know, you know, and we all do it. You mm-hmm. know, I've definitely done it. Oh yeah, I try not to say it out loud. Right. Sometimes I say it out loud. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah. I just read Ego is the Enemy, so <laughs> and now she's completely fixed. Yeah. Um, I'm fine now. By brand therapy. New yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything pre whatever date today is, the 5th of March, yeah. is voided yeah. for 
<laughs> you cannot bring all that shit up because she has completely healed. This yeah, book I'm has healed. changed. I've changed. Mm-hmm. You know, in the in the two weeks that I'm halfway through it, <laughs> I haven't even finished. I'm changed. Yeah. Who I did the work. She did the work. Who is that other person? I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to changed? Kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying this now and then I'll get on my period and I'll be like, oh, fuck all these bitches. You know, yeah, <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> when you're on your period, it doesn't count. That's not your personality. No, no. <laughs> That's a hormone monster. Like, yeah, coming yeah. out to strike at you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, do you want to, you know, promote anything or. Oh, um, OK, well, I've got a couple things uh, I'm doing. I have a podcast coming out. It's scripted. It sh- I, I don't know the exact date it's coming out, but it's with Emu Yu and Maddie Silverstein. It's called Cancel Me, Baby. Uh, it's about cancel culture. So we're going to discuss like the origins of that and, you know, like who deserves a voice and how do we, you know, actually change as human beings. We talk to psychologists, um, comics regular folks mm-hmm. you know uh just about the process of change um and then we also expose ourselves we talk about things that we've done that have you know kept us up at night right <laughs> and the reason and why you won't be on snl and the reason <laughs> why i won't be on snl because they will dig this up right. and be like "Ooh, child <laughs> nbc can't fund this um <laughs> So look out for that. And then also I am working on my first comedy album called Birthright But for Blacks. And I hope that will release later this year. Awesome. Yeah. Yay. Awesome. Thanks for being on the podcast. It was really fun to talk to you. We've we've always kind of seen each other around and never had like a conversation. I know. Why? Yeah, I know. Well, Well, we've talked, but like not a lot. Yeah, I... I don't want to get, I guess, too much. I've talked with other female comics about this, but there is this always, like, do we, like, hate each other? Like, what is, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like, what's the vibe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah. No, do not hate you. (laughs) I adore you. I think you're lovely. And that's another thing that's our ego. (laughs) Is it my ego? Well, you know, I mean... It, it is kind of a weird thing with female comics of like, are we like competition or like what is, you yeah. know, and some people the do. Spots are limited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some people do kind of go into with that mindset. So you kind of aren't sure like, what are we? Yeah. Yeah. How is this dance playing? Yeah. And I'm like, and yeah. And just, and I, every time I talk to a, another f- chick, they always have that same thing. And we're like, oh, we're just all afraid. Like, it's not even anything. We're just all afraid to talk to each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, I don't know. I don't want to get too close. Yeah. Yeah. And then there'd um, be drama. And then, like, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's like a healthy, healthy. I guess I don't know if it's healthy distance, but yeah, I, th- I think it can. Stand up sort of feels like a solo sport. Right. Yeah with like an entourage you know which is like really weird because like you see these like groups of comics you know like there's like 
Yeah. It's like not only is it a solo sport, but there's also like cliques. Right. And then well, there's like one leader of the clique. Yeah. It's very high school. It, it, it can feel like that. So, yeah, when you're not like op- like embraced with open arms, it can sort of feel like, oh, okay, I've seen this person around, mm-hmm. but we aren't like in each other's like we're not in a group text. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so therefore it's like, I don't know what to classify this. Is it a friend? An yeah. acquaintance? Um, and yeah, I hope, I hope that can, conti- that, that changes. I feel like it's changing. Yeah. Like when I first started doing stand up, women were kind of like, it was very standoffish every, mm-hmm. it, I'm one of the boys and like, now you're here. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I've, I've definitely experienced that, but I, I definitely think it, there's a lot of, changing going yeah. with that yeah and yeah just like everything we talked about it's like that person is not you right and you are not them yeah and their career and their trajectory is that and right. if they suck dick to get their girl um i don't know get some knee pads or <laughs> <laughs> i'm jealous because i don't think i could suck a dick that well yeah <laughs> i'm like I'm like, bitch, you need to teach a class. Yeah, honey. yeah, yeah. Because uh, I'm over here, like, <laughs> d- d- you know, just fucking. <laughs> right. Like, share. Share yeah, the secrets. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, maybe, I don't know, you know, and I don't, I don't even know if that's 100% true. But, like, it's just, you don't, yeah. you don't know. I don't know. I can't pretend to know what, why you're, why you're where you are and why I'm where I'm at. I can't right. worry about that. Yeah. And if somebody is intimidated by you, then they are and you just adjust and move forward and know that that energy isn't for you to hang out with right and it's their own thing has nothing to do with you you're just triggering something about them that they don't like or you know Mm -hmm. yeah something yeah and like like we said like just like fans or people who support your career that like there are people who don't necessarily relate to you and that's just human and accepting that that like not everybody is gonna get on board that's okay yeah. it's it's really okay to not like be everybody's something right as long as you are like something for yourself you know yeah 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 awesome well thanks for being on the pod yeah this this was thenya just thenya <laughs> <laughs> I, that, that's what the ti- the title is gonna be thenya it's not gonna oh my god I'm, s- I'm starting the trend of it's just being thenya <laughs> wow what a privilege <laughs> Thanks for being on. Of course. Thank you for having me. Yay. I never know how to end. <laughs>